Welcome into Rocky Talk, the Tennessee podcast presented by seccountry.com. My name is Josh Ward. I'm excited to be with you here today, although today is a bit of a sad one, as it is the final podcast from SEC Country covering Tennessee. But I do have some good news, I think, to tell you about. On today's show, we're going to talk Tennessee. Mike Griffith's going to be along as you know, he and I have done a lot of episodes here together over the last couple of years, and we're going to talk about that. But over the last five or six weeks since SEC Country announced it would be going away, Cox Media is not. They're just closing down the website this weekend. I've talked about the show coming to an end here on the website and about the messages I've received, questions about, hey, is there a possibility it would continue? Some saying, I hope it does. Well, it's going to. I, uh, I have started up a feed, and I want to go ahead and tell you about that. I'm going to continue to call the show Rocky Talk. I'm going to continue to talk Tennessee. Uh, you can go and, and check out episode number one, and I'll go into some more detail, but I'm going to keep the podcast going. And right now, I don't plan on it being every day. We're in the middle of the summer. I could use a bit of a break. I'll tell you that much right now, but I'm going to keep it going starting next week. So, Monday, you'll have a podcast episode, so it's not going completely away. Why am I going to keep it going? Well, number one, the amount of messages I receive saying, hey, I'm very sorry to hear this is going away. I listen every day or I use this podcast to get information. So many people listening around the country. Big Orange Nation is bigger than Knoxville or East Tennessee or the state of Tennessee. You probably know that, but that's been confirmed to me over the last several weeks. So as I've said, I tried to each day over the last few weeks, thank you for all the messages. It, it honestly has meant a lot to me. But also, you know, I, I thought about it. I said, you know, this podcast, I think, has been helpful. I hope it has been. and I hope it's provided pretty good info to you on what's going on with Tennessee and you know, good commentary, uh, good information from guests that have come on. So I didn't want that to go away. I mean, that's really a lot of it. I don't want it to go away yet. So I'm going to keep it going. We'll see what happens. I'm going to do it on my own. It's not going on a website. It's not uh, being sponsored by anybody right now. I mean, it's. I'm really kind of starting it from scratch. So I do have my own website that I have going. You can go to rockytalkpodcast.com and you'll find the SoundCloud feed. So it's going to be there. I'm going to have it going on iTunes. It's under review for iTunes right now, and I'm going to try to get it on some other platforms as well. But I've had so many messages, so many questions, uh, so many people say, man, I'm really sad that the podcast is going away. Where can I go to listen to a Tennessee podcast? And I thought, why don't people go to my podcast? So I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to keep doing radio, which I do every day on sports radio, WNML in Knoxville. I host Sports 180 with Will West. That's 12 to 3. That's not changing. That's my full-time job. I put a lot of time into what goes on at WNML. But the podcast has been a big part of the last two years. It's, it's almost two years this September since we launched it. So I was really disappointed that it was coming to an end. I'm still disappointed that SEC Country is going away, and I really appreciate them giving me the opportunity to do this podcast. And and what the new forum will turn into, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it's not going away completely. It's really just going to kind of restart. So rockytalkpodcast.com is where you can keep listening, and I'll have something for you at the beginning of next week. And we'll see where it goes from there. And I already do have the first episode up, kind of explaining some thoughts. And this episode is not really about that. But since it is the last one, I wanted to let you know. So again, rockytalkpodcast.com. I have the first episode up there. 
And if you don't mind, spread the information because I'm really starting from scratch here. So let people know. Josh Ward, he's got a podcast, rockytalkpodcast.com. So I do want to welcome to the show Mike Griffith of SEC Country. He's on Twitter at MikeGriffith32. Mike, thanks for taking some time here. And I guess first thing I want to say is over the last couple of years, it's been a really good run. I think we've had a lot of fun here on the show. Yeah, Josh, I've enjoyed it. You know, it's been an opportunity to keep up with Tennessee sports on a daily basis and, you know, share our opinions outside the box. I mean, I know you do a show, Sports 180 with Will, and I've obviously done a lot of writing for SEC Country in addition to the SEC Network TV and the Sports Source. But, you know, it's just kind of been fun to put our heads together each morning and kind of encapsulate what's happened the day before and look forward to the news that we expected to happen each day. And we, we've never been at loss for things to talk about, for sure. Yeah, I mean, think about it. We started this in September 2016. I don't think we had any idea what we would be talking about over the next two years, or at least how everything unfolded. And and that's probably an understatement with what has gone on over the last couple of years. I mean, think about it. At that point, Tennessee hadn't yet broken the losing streak to Florida. That was right around the corner and then you had the Hail Mary against Georgia, what a run that was. And then you know about the second half of the 2016 season. And then obviously the following year, uh, that that was a different story every single day. So uh, the last two years in terms of what there's been to talk about, uh, we, we couldn't even, uh, we couldn't stop the list. It would keep on going. Well, Tennessee went from its first top 10 ranking in 10 years to its first ever 0-8 league season, you know, within 16 months. I mean, it got to the point where I think it was Will West said that people should start rooting for Tennessee to lose, which was probably the the craziest thing that I heard in the last year and a half was the philosophy that fans should, any fan should root for their favorite team to lose. But yeah, Will Will and I disagreed on that one, as you might recall. (laughs) It certainly did promote conversation and a few chuckles. But yeah, we watched the Tennessee basketball team uh, go from missing the postseason, what, three a third straight year to you know be becoming co-champions of the league and getting everybody excited and then losing in the second round to an 11 seed so you know you want to talk about a roller coaster uh you know the administration's completely flipped you know dpho's on his way out now the chancellor has been hired and fired since we did this podcast and athletic director was hired and fired phil fulmer went from running camps up in Pigeon Forge to special assistant to the president and now athletic director. Um, So, yeah, there's been quite a bit that's transpired. Christian Coleman became the fastest man in the world right here in our backyard. Well, you know, went from complete anonymity to global track star. So uh, all sorts of things have happened. Yeah, you're right. And and with the football side of things, that that does tell you it's not that long ago since things were in really good shape for Tennessee. I mean, the middle of the 2016 season, because even after losing at Texas A&M in that wild game, remember Tennessee didn't drop in the polls. So halfway through the 16 season, Tennessee is a top 10 team. A year and a half later, we're talking about all of this change that has occurred and, well, much lower expectations for year one for Jeremy Pruitt. Well, I don't know that the expectations are that low, Josh. I think fans would be disappointed if Tennessee didn't go to a bowl game, especially after the way Philip Fulmer spent and giving out guaranteed contracts to four members of the staff, hired the second highest paid strength coach in the country, put another half a million dollars into the weight room, you know, really just for detailing. It really didn't even need an update. So 
there's been a lot of money invested in coaches, facilities. Jeremy Pruitt's been allowed to go out there and hire his dream team. Yes, he has. Uh, and, and when I say low expectations, I do mean, I mean going to a bowl game is much lower than 2016. The expectation was win the East. So that, right. to, to me, that is a pretty big drop. But you're, I would also say that the expectations moving forward will be, hey, let's turn this up. Like in 2014, Tennessee goes 6-6 six and six and then wins the Tax Slayer Bowl, and that was celebrated. In 2019, if Tennessee's 6-6 six and six and wins whatever lower-tier bowl they'd go to that year, I don't think that's going to be celebrated then. So uh, I think right now fans are saying, okay, let, give you time. Let's see what we can do here. But quickly fans are going to say, all right, let's see what we can do here because I'd say one – Two, two schools very quickly Tennessee will be compared to, I think, will be South Carolina because Tennessee largely views itself as a better program, and then Florida because, one, it's a rival. Two, you have Dan Mullen taking over Florida's program same time as Jeremy Pruitt with the ultimate goal being to catch Georgia at the top of the East and win the division for the first time since 2007. Right. You know, and that is the goal, and that's the sticking point. And that's what did Butch Jones in. I mean, if he beats Vanderbilt and goes to the Sugar Bowl, I think it's a completely different situation. Yeah. Uh, if they beat South Carolina and win the East, or if LSU helps out and takes care of business at home against Florida. There were a lot of things that had to go wrong for Tennessee, but the schedule ultimately uh, undid them. The schedule and the great amount of injuries that I think were a result of the schedule. Because uh, you're not getting to play in any of your backups when you're playing tight games every game, and that's what happened to Tennessee in 2016. I dare say the schedule isn't that challenging this year uh, in terms of non-conference games, but your conference draw is difficult with Alabama and Auburn in back-to-back weeks. Yeah, although you know West Virginia to open things up, Tennessee's going to be a touchdown-plus underdog in that game. Yeah, they will be, but it's a neutral site game, and you know West Virginia is more of a finesse team, so I don't think it's going to be as physically demanding on Tennessee as when the Vols played maybe Virginia Tech a couple years ago. Yeah, and then, of course, after that, UTEP, ETSU, Charlotte, those should be gimme wins for Tennessee. You're right, conference schedule, when you have Auburn, especially Auburn as a preseason top 10 team to go along with Alabama, and Auburn's on the road, they've got a a big-time defensive line and a a quarterback coming back who has a chance to be a first-round pick in the NFL. We'll see, but uh, again, potential. That's not a favorable draw South Carolina's the week after Alabama we've talked about the schedule we'll continue to break it down but uh, that's going to be pretty tough in conference Florida Georgia Auburn Alabama at South Carolina good luck with that part of SEC play so uh, Mike I guess we say goodbye here it's been a terrific run uh, with SEC country I want to thank them for the opportunity to do this I want to thank you for the chance to do the show with you here and you're going to continue on with Cox Media which I'm really happy to hear as well yeah, Josh, it's a great opportunity uh, to cover Georgia for, you know, Cox Media Group, uh, that whole umbrella, you know, AJC, Cox Media Group, WSB2, they're all owned by Cox Properties in Atlanta, and obviously Georgia's had a lot of success, so uh, that'll be interesting for me. I've covered uh, Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, and now going to Georgia, so uh, another color in the SEC rainbow. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it'll be fun, and we'll stay in touch. I'm going to continue to get you on the radio in Knoxville. I'll get you on the, the podcast coming up to try to connect with what's going on with Georgia and around the SEC. So we're still going to be in touch, but uh, it's been a fun run here on the podcast. Thanks so much, and they can follow you on Twitter, at MikeGriffith32. Mike, anything else you want to add before you go? No, Josh, I think you did a pretty good job wrapping it up. I appreciate the opportunities. Okay, Mike, thank you very much, and we'll talk again soon. You bet.
So what's going on with Tennessee this weekend? Well, recruiting continues to be a factor. Prospects have been out and about. The Rivals Five-Star Challenge has been going on. The big recruiting news of the week was that Tennessee landed the quarterback, Brian Maurer, from down in Ocala, Florida. If you missed yesterday's show, go back and listen to what his high school coach, Matt Franklin, had to say about Brian Maurer. His athleticism, very underrated and could be an important part of his game when he gets to the SEC playing at Tennessee. So I thought really good information from Westport High School coach Matt Franklin on new Tennessee quarterback commit Brian Maurer. That was on yesterday's show. Thanks again for being here today. Thanks for being along for the ride over the last really couple of years now. And the podcast is not ending. It's moving. So rockytalkpodcast.com, I'm going to be posting information there. The show has been submitted to iTunes. It's available on SoundCloud. But rockytalkpodcast.com, if you go there, you'll find the uh, the introductory episode explaining what's going on and then podcast starting at the beginning of next week. So that's all right there. Thanks to Mike Griffith. Thanks to Blake Morgan of seccountry.com. He's been covering recruiting. He's been great to me uh, in joining the show and keeping you guys up to date on what's going on with recruiting. So really appreciate Blake as well, but most importantly, you. The fact that uh, you would come back and listen. They kept the podcast going as long as the website was going. And uh, go follow those writers out there that are moving on to different places from SEC country. So that's going to do it for me. I'm on Twitter at Josh underscore Ward. Any questions or comments that you might want to send my way, uh, I'm on there. You can follow me at Josh underscore Ward on Twitter. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend, and I hope to see you at the start of next week.